Why do I feel like it's been one bajillion years since we've spoken? Yes, happy December. What happened? I thought we were in February. Yeah, what happened? I love when it gets to this time of year because I, I just like to be like, oh, it's basically my birthday. And then anybody who's <laughs> like, it's not your birthday, I'm like, oh, yeah, watch this. We're in December, watch which is it. basically like Christmas. And when Christmas is here, that means it's New Year's. And New Year's is going to just fly by. And soon it's going to be February before we know it because we just are going to stay inside all January because it's cold. And then <laughs> it's going to be Valentine's Day. And then my birthday. So what are you going to get me? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? Oh no, my not gosh. you. This is what I say to whoever I'm dating at the time. Eli, are you listening? Yeah. What is he going to get you? Better be shiny diamond. I'm just yeah. saying. Oh my God, just so something funny. to think about, yes. Eli. <laughs> yeah, what if? That would be, it will be like I mean, a year I was harassing him about it. That's a long time. In adult world, that's basically 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. If, if you're <laughs> over the age of 35, that's 10 years. That's like, yeah, you know, things you know. speed up. We we talked about this on the show how like when you're a baby, yes, six months is half of your life. Correct. Okay, so then the older you get, the shorter the percentage of your life each moment is. Right. So Eli, what I'm saying is, there you go. It's been a million years. What are you waiting for? Yes, she does. I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, we did a prediction. Um. Of, like, how we thought Thanksgiving would go. Were you right about it? Yeah. Did I predict it would be great? I think you did. You were yeah. like, yeah, it's going to be good. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Okay, it was so fun. But I had what might be one of the most Sarah moments that has ever taken place. What so happened? right up there with, like, oh, put your foot in there. Like, could you say anything? Like, Sarah. Okay. <gasps> so... As you know, what we've talked about in here, Eli is a whistler. Oh, yeah. But Eli is not the only person in his family who whistles. His oh, father is also a whistler. Genetic. It is genetic. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, Eli told me a while back, like, you know, he's like, oh, yeah, my dad, you think I whistle a lot. Just wait till you hear my dad. Also, my dad is worse than me because he whistles the same four songs, which, like, oh, I, like, Lord. you know, laughed at, but, like, kept in the back of my head. So right. then, you know, now it's it, we've, like, had wonderful Thanksgiving together. We've hung out with family. It's probably been, like, seven or eight days. We're, like, on day seven or eight of the trip. We're all going out to dinner. Now it's just uh, me, Eli, Eli's brother, older brother, and uh, uh, his parents. And we're all getting into the, to the car, and it's late at night. And um, – Eli and his dad are in the front, like sitting shotgun and, and Eli's dad's driving and I'm in the back and it's dark and I like can't really see like, or, you know, wasn't really like, I don't know, paying attention or saw their faces and I just hear whistling and <gasps> I, oh my God, I know what's happening. Yep. And I say, okay, can we choose another song just like that? And Sarah! I grab Eli's shoulders as I say it. Like I'm oh, saying no. it to him. And oh, Eli no. goes, I was not, I have not been <gasps> whistling. And I just about died. Yeah. I did. I, 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 his brother was like, Welp, it was really nice knowing you. <laughs> Sarah was yeah. great for a while. And then, like, you had a the, good the, run. The, yeah. He, she, he, that's exactly. And you know, Richie, <laughs> Richie is who we were with. Yeah. And Richie was yeah. like, Welp. 
it, you were great for a while. That was fun. Like, you know, and so one of the things, they just kept the jokes going. I was like, oh, I couldn't have possibly What song said, was it? Um, uh, Peter and the Wolf. Which I love, too. And then I was like, okay, time to choose. Susie. What did the dad say? Well, at first he didn't hear, and we were all cracking up. And then he's like, the funniest part about this is I didn't even hear what she said. And I was like, nobody say anything! Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. And he's like, the truth is I'm never going to stop whistling. So, you know, like... I was just, I, I just about died. And I and then they were making like whistling in a vehicle. It was fun. I, I had no problem. They were both doing it. And I had no problem. Like She's really, it was like, I am backpedaling 100%. <laughs> and, and, and then, uh, it, they, you know, the family, like they love to play card games. And one of the games that they all play and everybody loves is this game called asshole. And if you lose in the game, you're the asshole. And they're like, so I think we should just change the name of the game to Sarah. And if you lose, <gasps> you're the Sarah. And like, like, I was wow. like, Oh God, it was like, they're like it, so none of none of these family members uh mind the incessant whistling no i think they do and they laugh about it and joke about it and like but you know he's not gonna do anything and he shouldn't do what you want whistle away in a and vehicle i feel like it's the same as farting like it was and uh, it was vehicle. right he we were like walking up to the car and we were just getting in oh. and i it, he, we weren't even it's not like we were driving and it was silent and he was whistling that like it was like we were walking to the car and oh, then i was like okay okay to, and I, then i realized uh, yes oh, oh that oh, is God. tragic classic sarah <laughs> classic what well it happens. And I was like laughing so hard. Like I cannot wait to talk <laughs> on the podcast about this. Yeah. I've seen so. you have those moments and you do laugh really hard. So hard. So yeah. I was like, I can't. It's almost worth it just for that. Yeah. I And his mom was laughing just as hard. She, We were both cracking up. Like so funny. I can't imagine. How long have they been married? Probably like. What? 40 years or something? Yeah, I think so. Like 50. Can you imagine listening to those songs all those they are the cutest they're so in love Mm. like really cute and they have their little inside jokes and like giggle at the end of the table like they're the cutest wow she can really see past the whistling i love 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 those two good for her yeah all right i'll allow it relationship goals for sure yeah oh that's nice yeah it really is it's like they are just really sweet to each other and kind, but then also are like, what are you doing? You like, like, and t- like just exactly how you should be and like call each other out. And they were just so fun. We played pickleball together and they beat us. Oh God, yeah. Ball. And, uh, th- you know, they were just like so cute on a team together. And so it was just the best. Like, are you good at that pickleball? It was my first time. I was okay, but no, no, his mom and dad both like, they beat me like four times. And what do you do? You still like ping pong, but big, big yeah. size. It's real fun, Susie. I think it's gonna be my next thing. Oh God! I know she hates it. She hates That's, everything about it. That is, I cannot believe you just said that. It's gonna what? be my next thing. Like I just can't believe that. Did I, I what? just Did I have things? accepted? Yeah. Right, right. I just accepted that you have things. Right. <laughs> and now you want to add something to this bouquet of annoyingness? I know. Like Isn't powder seasons. I know. No. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it the worst? The worst. Oh God. 
All right. But I feel like you can help me probably come up with a cute name for a pickleball team, which, like, I need to crowdsource this. What do you guys think? Something. Oh, God. Do they do, like, puns or something? I don't know, but I'm going to. I bet when you're playing pickleball, though, like, you get dehydrated and you think, like, I could really go for a liquid IV. Absolutely. And let me tell you, Eli was going uh, last – he spent the night at my house last night, and he's skiing today. And he was like, oh, I feel like from just, you know, our weekend out and, like, being on vacation, I'm really dehydrated. Like, my muscles are, like, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I have the perfect thing. So I – made him drink liquid IV and he was very grateful and now he's probably having a wonderful hydrated day on the mountain. <laughs> right, because liquid IV is a great hydration station. Like these babies, you just pour this powder into your drink, into your water, and then it will hydrate you two to three times faster than yes. plain old water and yes. it'll be delicious because they have every flavor under the sun. So good. And it is great. You can put them in your bag if you're traveling. You can put them in your purse. You can just keep them in the car, whatever. My friend, you know, kids who are like, oh, I want juice, juice, juice. Yeah, here you go. Drink them. Yeah, don't give them the juice. No, don't do that. Goodness. What are you saying? Your my, friend who? Uh, yeah, my friend Leah, the blue ribbon winner of my science fair. Yeah. Oh, partner. correct. Yes. She, I send her my extras. If I have extra, I will send them to her. And she sent them with her daughter who went on a missions trip. Like doing good deeds around the world, and liquid IV was how they stayed hydrated. I mean, come on. Yeah. What do I? That. What do I need to do? Yeah, it has vitamins in it. It's electrolytes. It will do the job. Grab your liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get twenty percent off yes. when you shop Better Hydration at liquidiv.com and use our code Candy at checkout. That's twenty percent off anything with code Candy at liquid IV. Dot com. Go with that. I mean, sure, you can get it at Costco, but don't you want a 20% cheaper? And you want to support our show? Hello. Yeah, come on. Jesus. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let's uh, let's get started here. I needed to do a little uh, documentary roundup. Oh, yay! Because it was a long, like, Thanksgiving weekend yes. uh, where I was able to enjoy some, some things. I would say best documentary or docuseries of the year maybe several years whoa i can't wait <laughs> i should have like an award ceremony yeah definitely <laughs> Where I have nominees. Spe- hey for documentary club that's a really yeah. good idea that we it should is. do our like like yeah like best of yeah people can vote on it now we're just like brainstorming yeah here. Okay. we're just doing our work yeah now we're no. working that I, I didn't think it was going to be like the best, but it really was, which was on Netflix, the um, Pepsi Where's My Jet. I keep getting, like, it keeps coming up in my, like, recommendations, and I keep passing over it because I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Tell me what even, what even Like, when is it recommended this? it to you, did you think, like, how good could this be? Or I skipped what? over it because I'm like, I don't, I, I don't even like Pepsi. That's why you skipped. I don't know. It. I didn't know what it was. I was I was too busy watching Wednesday. Like there. Oh uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. so come on. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, back when I was in high school in the late nineties, there was a promotion that Pepsi ran where you could collect Pepsi points and um, get merch with them, and I was so so into this, and okay. I was so into it that I would drive around all the neighborhoods on recycle night and get their Pepsi uh, products out of their recycle bins. and See, this cut- is why I love you. 
I would cut off the points to then redeem them for, you could get t-shirts and jackets and whatever, dumb Pepsi merch. But in my mind, it was like super fun and cool. And there was this ad that ran constantly at the time that was like, you know, this kid in high school that was like, t-shirt, you know, 80 points, uh, leather jacket, 200 points. And then at the very end of the commercial, he like arrives to school in like a fighter jet. And it was like Pepsi jet, yes. 3 million points or whatever. Yeah. And so this cute little cute guy, I mean, he was like 20, wasn't a kid. 20 year old guy was like, kind of like, God, are we really at that age where we look at somebody who's 20 and we're like, that kid? We are. We are. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, Yeah, he like seemed like a kid and he was not really having much luck in life. He didn't really know what he wanted to do. And he saw the commercial and he's like, I want that Harrier jet. Like, I want to get that. And on the commercial, there was no fine print. There was no like (gasps) asterisk that was like, you know, just terms and conditions apply. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, okay. So he had become like this um uh, hobby climber a mountain climber and he had these friends that he would go around and climb peaks with and one of the guys he would do this with happened to be very wealthy and so he said to the guy like i really want to get that jet and i've done the math and i need to buy like this many million you know pepsis and like we can put them in a warehouse and like he tried to come up with like a business plan but like right it it wasn't working And so then he spotted the little catalog, which I had, which told you how much each item was costing in the points. And at the end of the catalog, it said, like, if you collected some points, you could make up the difference by paying 10 cents uh, a point. Yeah. And he did the math, and the Harrier jet was worth $32 million, and it was being sold like in the commercial for like 3 million Pepsi points. And he thought that would, or no, it was 7 million. And he thought that would only be $700,000 wow. for a $32 yes. million dollar jet. Correct. This is a good Let's deal. Let's do this. Let's do and this. And so the guy that was like, all right. Well, I'll give you the money. And so they sent in the check <sighs> and Pepsi was like, okay, we were just kidding. And they sent him like coupons for like two things of coke. Pepsi. Fuck off. Yeah, okay. Great. This <laughs> anyway, is so good. So they sued they sued Pepsi and this is the story of what happened. And the reason why it's so great is because every single person in this series is a character. Like a total oh, wackadoo, wonderful. like awesome character that you would only see in the movies, but they're real people. And so it's like entertaining and funny, but also like what why couldn't he get that right. jet? Right. And so, like, just watching how it unfolds. My favorite scene was in when they finally ended up in, like, the mediation with the um, Pepsi attorneys. <laughs> and the attorneys were like, we're go- we'll give you a million dollars settlement mm-hmm. to, like, go away. Yeah. And so the investor and the kid go out. And the investor had told the kid all along, like, you're the boss. Like, you get to decide. Mm-hmm. And so he goes, what do you want to do? And the kid goes, I want that jet. (laughs) And so they went back in the room and the investor goes, Johnny wants the jet. (laughs) 
And so then they have to continue Johnny on. Johnny wants the, the jet. That's all so the great. Pepsi like lawyers were like, oh, <laughs> like, like well, you're an idiot. <laughs> Take a million so dollars. Great. Oh, this is so funny. It's so good. And it really, it was just fun to watch, but it was also like a fair, I thought it was a really interesting concept. Yeah. You know, what, what is right in advertising and like yeah. what is just sort of like you should know better. Mm-hmm. There's a lot so. of as advertising, um, like isn't there a woman right now who's suing Kraft for the macaroni and cheese that says ready in three and a half minutes? And yeah. she says it's not three and a half minutes because it doesn't take into account the actual time that it takes to set up, put the water in, da-da-da. I don't know what's going to go on with it, but she is. they're, they're suing Kraft for this. So it cooks in that amount of time but in the it's microwave. Not like if you account for everything. Yes. Well, I think that's insane. Right. What side do you land on with the mac and cheese? Uh, it's one of those things where we're doing this to to make a bigger point about oh. advertising. Like, remember mm-hmm. we talked a while ago about vanilla and how they did yeah. this with the vanilla flavor and said now they call it. V- with vanilla flavored additives or whatever it is, or like, yes, you know, it's not vanilla exactly... and other flavors or yeah. something like that. Cause they were getting it out of like beaver's buttholes. Yeah. And they were calling it like vanilla, but you can't, you have to like really say what it is. And so I, I, they have to use these extremes to get advertisers to stop like being fucking shady. And so I, I, understand the you like the principle i do like the principle because i don't like the you know somebody making a buck off of bullshit yeah so sometimes you got to make a buck off of bullshit to stop the people who are making bigger bucks off of bigger bullshit yeah something like that yeah (laughs) yeah i i see what you're saying Mm -hmm. and like things the the this pepsi one it there is so much more to this story in terms of their personal lives and stuff that add to it and make you think like these guys kind of like get what life's all about, which is not money Good. or even Harrier jets. It's like, let's have an adventure. Yeah. Oh, that's and fun. I like it. It was. Yeah. That's it was great. really delightful. So well, leave it to the mountain climbers. It, yeah. And they're, they're still like, like, they showed them in Antarctica. They still go to, this is 25 wow. years later. And they're still doing their thing and being hilarious. It. It's a riot. So that will make your di- day if you watch that one. Um, then also in my documentary roundup, I will tell you about mm, the Phil Spector documentary. But that's only after I tell you why the holidays are coming and you have a kid in your life and you should get them KiwiCo. This is the perfect gift if you're like, I don't want this kid in my life to just have more stuff like we need if we're gonna have stuff let's get stuff with a purpose that like will help them learn will be interesting exciting to do but also kind of what i just said about the pepsi thing where it's like (gasps) you want an experience not a jet right you want like Life to the be good fun stuff. and interesting. Yeah. Yes, the meaningful And KiwiCo provides that because they send you a project for your kid to do that will teach them about science and technology and engineering. 
and they won't even really know that they're learning because right. it's so much fun. This is also kids of all ages because I have some friends who are like in couples that I think would also like this to do as like a date Ooh, night. Ooh, that's not a bad idea. I know because they have it for different age groups and I think yeah. that is a really cute gift for like, I don't know, a new couple and you're like, here, get this like monthly box subscription. Come on, adorable. That's a great idea because it's something to do together. You know how people started doing puzzles like over the pandemic? Yes. Because it's something to do together that keeps you occupied and it it can help relationships. But I mean, ideal for kids because my God, we got to keep those guys busy. Give awesome this holiday season with KiwiCo. Get your first month of any crate line free at KiwiCo.com slash brain candy. That's your first month free at K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash brain candy. Every age, they have something special for all of yous. Um, The Phil Spector documentary is on Hulu. Phil Spector, if you're not familiar, is one of the greatest music producers of all time. Um, he produced songs like Be My Baby. Um, what else? Oh, he had an entire Christmas album that's like legendary. And he... We learned about him a little bit in that uh, documentary that we watched, 20 Feet from Stardom, because he was Darlene Love's producer. (gasps) Right. And the Ronettes. And he's he's famous for creating something called the Wall of Sound, which was a new way of engineering and producing music where, like, he would have five pianos all play the same... uh, part so it's like not different parts it's all the same so it created this like layered but it's all the same notes and so your brain like it just feels rich wow and he'd have all these horns and and then the way that they um would echo the sound created a very specific noise but he was a little bonkers (laughs) and in the end was convicted of murder yeah I feel like the haircut gave it away. Those were wigs, if you can believe it. What? <laughs> Stop it right now. No, 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 no. Why yes. would you choose that? Hang on. Because, okay, Google his hair. Google yes. Phil Spector's hair. You'll get all those images. And then Google Phil Spector's mugshot, and you'll see what he <gasps> actually Oh, wha- what on. are you doing with the hair, sir? Mm-hmm. His hair is full of secrets. <laughs> if you haven't seen this hair, I'll put it on our Instagram, but you should Google uh, it because uh, it's, like, unreal. And he never admitted that those were wigs, but they interviewed his wig maker in the documentary. So, Oh, um, he looks terrifying in the mugshot. Susie, this is going to give me nightmares now. Yeah, he's a real character. Um. Character and is such a nice way to put it. <laughs> um, he was troubled. He for sure had some demons. Mm. And in the end, he went uh, to jail for murder of a woman who he met that night. This isn't like someone he was in a relationship with. He wasn't married to this woman. This was someone he met at the House of Blues in L.A. She was working there. And then... Uh, they went back to her house, and she died, and he was convicted of the murder. It um, seems like of, you're not convinced. Uh, I I am. 
I am convinced. I feel bad because his daughter follows me on Instagram, and she uh, was in the documentary, and she does not think he did it. So, like, I can imagine what that would feel like (laughs) if if it were your dad or someone you loved, and you didn't want to believe it. Yeah. Uh, oh, and so and hard. I could see how you could convince yourself based on like some of the things from the like the you know what don't you think it's weird how oftentimes like the the ballistic uh, and physical evidence is the most confusing thing mm-hmm. and like is the part where juries are like but wait because like he had on a white suit that night and he really didn't have much blood on him and that would so be hard like to almost not get white. almost none. Right. So I could see how you, the jury or the daughter, could think, well, yeah. if he shot her, yeah, then there he should be, should be covered, covered in, in blood. It. Yeah. So I, I can see how that would. Yeah. There's some questions well. that people have. But he was famous for a fear of abandonment, and as a result. If you were even out with him at a restaurant and you were like, you know what, I got to go hit the sheets, he would like do everything to prevent that. And at his house, he had doors that locked where you couldn't leave. They locked from the outside. Okay. So if you were inside and tried to leave, you couldn't. Mm -hmm. And she was in the like area right outside the door with her purse on. And I think she wanted to leave and he didn't want her to leave. Yeah. Oh, that is really scary. Mostly it's just this feeling of like, what can happen when someone is so brilliant and Mm -hmm. so special Mm -hmm. and and talented, but they have darkness, which oftentimes comes with creativity. And it can go unchecked in for too long because of that. And because of people who may be um, you know, I feel like a lot of what we're seeing with Kanye West is falling into the same kind of thing where we're just like, this is mental illness. This is not health. That Somebody, like, this is not okay. Well, and you know how, like, if a really wealthy, successful person has, for example, addiction, like mm-hmm. let's say it's alcoholism, um, that it can go a lot longer. Yeah. Without getting help because there are so many people that are willing to turn a blind eye. Mm -hmm. They have a lot riding on that person continuing Mm -hmm. uh, on that path. And so it's so sad because this is clearly a person that needed help. Mm -hmm. And instead, this lovely woman who was reduced to this title of like B-movie actress. Oh, yeah. That's sad. And I think it sort of diminished who she was. Right. And really, it's just like, this was a real sad situation that yeah. should not have happened. Yeah. He was one of the people I wrote to in jail, but he never wrote me back. Mm. But he died, uh, I think, last yeah, I was year from say, COVID. I, I, oh, wow. Okay. In jail, yeah. yeah. But anyway, if you're interested in music, especially because people don't often know his name now, especially because he's older, was uh, back in the day. Um, but his music is like the soundtrack of our lives. Yeah. And it's really interesting to watch his story if you're interested. I knew him from his criminal proceedings more than in like court stuff than from his I know. Music. I saw your Spotify thing and I'm like, 
really? I just cannot accept this stuff you listen to. Oh, it's so funny. Like, I don't even think I recognize, like, any of the names of the artists that are your most played. Yeah. Like, what well, was that number one one? By Remy Wolf. It's a song called A Woo. It's so good. If you listen to it, you'd love it. Do you think I would know it if I heard it? Absolutely not. Because no, it's, it's not that. Where do you even hear this crap? Mm, I think my brother introduced me to her. It's a lady? Yeah. She's, <laughs> She's badass. You'd like for her too. real. She's totally like, brain candy brainiac for sure. That type. I'm sure she's great, but yeah. it, there's this feeling in me that like, is this silly? It's yeah. like um, self-centered, <laughs> but it's this feeling of like, if someone likes a genre of music that I don't, I think they're faking. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Like you heavy think I metal. faked all of the, the, yeah. the Spotify? Like, like, like there's no way. I listen to. Only music that I don't like, but just so I could, like, have a cool Spotify rap thing. That's funny. Well, like, when I see that, then I'm, I realize I'm wrong. But <laughs> when they say, like, I like heavy metal or I like rap, I'm like, right. But do you? Right. right. Well, I think Eli felt the same because we were talking about our favorite music. And I was like, oh, I really love the Fugees and, like, named a few other ones. And then they were in my top five bands. And he was like. I didn't know you liked them like that. And I was like, what do you think I meant when I said they were my favorite? Truly. Like, what do you think I mean? I mean, I I listen to them enough to be in my top five. Like, you know, some people like Taylor Swift. Some people like Fuji's. But do they? (laughs) It sounds made up. It's not. Okay. And anyway. That's really funny. Um... What's not funny is how much I love Thrive Cosmetics. <gasps> yep, just re-upped on my uh, what the the moisturizer tinted CC moisturizer. Cream. Yes, thank oh, you. Oh, the moisturizer. No, it's tinted moisturizer. That okay, was what okay, you said. Okay, CC okay. cream and yes. uh, my favorite of all time, that tubing mascara. Yeah, the tubing mascara. Then when I run out of something that I'm I've used previously, then I replace it with a Thrive item. So I just got the setting yes. powder. Oh, good. Um. And what else did I get? Oh, the eye uh, primer because I have oh, deep set good. eyes, so they yeah. smudge if I don't get that. Yeah. Every single time I've gotten their stuff, I've been impressed. I've never thought, oh, this is uh, inferior to anything. Right. It's always really great, and I will never go back. Mm-hmm. I, I was at. I was out with my leses the other night, and she was like, "Do you really mean it? Like, it's so fun. Do people do that to you? Yeah, like, all the time." They want to make sure that it's mm-hmm. not just a an ad or something, mm-hmm. but it it's true. These products are fantastic. They have, like she said, they have the mascara and the powder. They have they have every kind Lip of makeup, gloss, and they're so all good. great. Lip gloss. Celebrate the season of giving and try Thrive Cosmetics today. Right now, you can get up to forty five percent off their best selling products when what? you purchase select holiday sets. By visiting thrivecosmetics.com slash brain candy. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C A U S E M E T I C S dot com slash brain candy to start shopping for those holiday sets. Cool. They have a lot of great. I was looking at them the other day. Great yeah. stocking stuffer. Ooh, yeah. So I want that color out. stick, the, the thing that you can use on your cheeks. Oh, yes. Your, yeah, I screenshot so. that when I saw it on Instagram. I was like, I why don't that. I have that? Yeah, because I like can't be bothered with a million products. Just give me one thing that I could use on everything. And you can use it on your eyes. Yeah. 
Yeah. I know. Yeah. Sarah, you're so right about that. Okay. I love that. Moving on. Yeah. Okay. So the New York Times recently did a, a story about compulsive lying. Oh. And it was talking about how uh, psychologists and, and all you guys in your field <laughs> um, are interested in what they think is like something they missed. So like typically when we think of a compulsive liar, we think of like the real like kind of like uh, 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 evil um, almost. Yeah. I was going to say malicious lying, like lying yes. with n- bad intent or yeah. ma- manipulative intent, negative. Yes. Deceitful. And like they have a, they're plotting and so they're lying and scheming and, Whatever, and they they are saying that maybe they've missed this other kind of compulsive liar who is nonviolent, non-threatening in the traditional way, but they cannot stop. And they um, specifically looked at this one guy who basically lost everything because he could not quit lying. He lost his job and his marriage is like always in jeopardy because he was like lying about everything all the time. Like what kind of and things are we talking um, you know, is it kind like, of like, what'd you have for dinner last night? Oh, I had chicken, but he really had fish. It was more like, um, accomplishments. Oh, resume okay. style. Okay. The, Cause it feel like I, I, it feels like even when you describe those two different kinds that what's the, at the root of the, the part or the one that people missed is doing it for self-preservation. And if this feeling of if I don't do like this, feeling then of inadequacy. I will, yeah, I will somehow like be rejected or unsafe. And so in order to, to protect myself, I have to do this. It serves this function. This behavior serves a function of keeping me safe. Yeah. And he would lie about like, I got this award at work or, oh. or, um, you know, when he would apply for a job, he'd act like he was, um, like a Tony award-winning Broadway guy. And it was all just false. And then he got caught because his wife, he was, he went on a trip to like what he said was Mongolia. I don't even really know where he was, but then he was like, I'm, I'm going to climb Mount Everest. And he would claim that like when his work called, he was like, I'm on Mount Everest right now. And he wasn't. And, once his wife sort of picked up on this, she started going through his emails and stuff and realized, like, everything was false. So they interviewed him and talked to him about his lying. And he described it as, like, and in the article, they sort of described it as almost like Tourette's. In fact, they used the word Tourette's. Like, they I that. I, I don't I think felt. so. Tourette, that's, this feels, like, different. To but, me, it sounded more like addiction. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if I don't do this, I, that, like, or some coping strategy, mm-hmm. that, some negative coping strategy. Yeah, like addiction or, like, where he it, knew it, we, he would have to, we would have to look at, like, these are, this is where I feel like brain scans and those kind of things are come in handy because I would be curious to, to know what part of the brain lit up when he is lying is it mm. the reward center like he's getting a dopamine fix from it 
Or is it the fear center where he has to do this as like a response, like a I need to save myself or protect myself in this way? I want to know. Or is it involuntary in in something like a, a like Tourette's? That's not the right. same thing as any of those other three. I would. That's I need to see I a brain know. scan. Well, we can like, do this. Hook him up. Come on. <laughs> and he sort it. of. He sort of framed it as if he's in recovery, as if he's like very um, trying to be very intentional. Uh, when he gets the desire to to lie, he like analyzes why and tries to work through it with a therapist and stuff like that. And he had written this piece for Newsweek, I think it was, where it was like, "I got canceled and it ruined my life." And then he described like what happened, which to me is so disingenuous. Like you didn't get canceled. You got fired because you fucking lied about everything. You piece of shit. Yeah. But, um, they said, you know, he was like real proud of himself cause he's like on the straight and narrow now. But when he went out for a walk, the journalist was interviewing his wife and she was like, yeah, he like exaggerated even in that Newsweek article and like gave examples <sighs> of it. And so it was clear that he hasn't beat it yet. I want to know what the others, this feels like there's more, there's, it just feels like I don't have all the pieces of the puzzle. Have you ever felt like you met a compulsive liar or were in the presence of one? Yeah, you and I both know this person. (laughs) Is it a male or, oh, it's a female. No, male. Is it? Yeah. Text it to me. Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't know you thought this person was a compulsive liar. I heard from his exes that he was. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. And from people who knew him, from people who were close to him, that it would be, like, about weird things, about, like, uh, uh, and he would lie about things that were very easy to, like, point out were not lies, like, you know, oh, my girlfriend never came to my house before. And meanwhile, she like his new girlfriend's there looking at pictures on his family's mantle of the ex-girlfriend at their house. Like, what do you mean? She's right there. Like, this is very and easy. In, okay. In that case, what was driving that? In your I think estimation? it's the rush. Like, there's a feeling of, like, power and power. control. Yes, it's power. It's that like, I can see. I can do this. And, and it's fun for me. And it feels, yeah. it, I feel like that falls into that first category where it's kind of like, not necessarily manipulative or like with, but it feels like a, a kind of like a narcissistic kind of, I'm going to control yeah. people with this. But that is probably like what the, the psychologist said. That's like our typical understanding yeah. of one. Because, but whenever, in, in the cases I've been around or in this article, it seems like it's driven by a sense of like, uh, inadequacy. Like mm-hmm. they think unless yeah. they pretend like there's something special that they are climbing Everest or winning Tony's on Broadway yeah. that they just like would rather die. Yeah. But like, why don't you just try to do those things instead of lying about it? It's harder, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's harder to climb Everest than to lie about it. And then, yeah, that's interesting. Because it, it it almost seems like maybe it's harder to lie about it. But, Do you think? I mean, you just have to go. Uh, you, I feel like you. I would have to. It. It feels like you could kind of 
fact check. Like, pics or it didn't happen. Like, I know. Well, because he was posting pics on Facebook, but, like, they were um, Photoshopped. And no! What? Yeah. See, that, that feels like. Why it's so even? embarrassing. And, you like, know, everyone knows it. Don't you think that this is just, in a way, like, it, to me, it feels like it falls under the umbrella of catfishing. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is, that the person who's creating the false identity online and and making, like, whatever, that feels similar to this. Yeah. And that's kind of addiction. Like, there are some addictive or addiction things that are with that, too. <clears throat> okay, let me ask you Interesting. this. Interesting. If w- Would you say you've lied about anything in the last 24 hours? Yeah, Probably. Let me really? think. Well, no, I don't know. I just say that because uh, we always like lie well, and we right. don't even know it. Like, okay. oh, well, probably when, I, when my boyfriend's like, are, are you mad? So I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> and there really was something I was mad at. <laughs> That's classic. Yeah. I was not fine. Right. But then I I've, t- I've changed it because he would be, Adam would be like, um, what's wrong? And then I'd say nothing, which yeah. is a lie. Lie. So now I've changed it to nothing I want to talk about right now. That is a very good one. Because yes. it's true. I don't want to talk about it. Yes. But I okay. also I'm going to steal lie. that. Yeah, do that. Nothing that I would like to talk about at this moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in this, they did a study. They said um, that most people are pretty honest. and But then there's 5% that are just fucking lying about everything. And that they're just crazy liars. So they said 60% of respondents reported telling no lies at all in the preceding 24 hours. 24% reported telling one or two. Mm -hmm. And then the overall average was like 1.65. So like almost two. Because it turned out a small group of people lied a lot. That's funny. And and they said it's totally different from like an antisocial personality disorder. Yeah. And that usually it prevents them from having real deep relationships. Like they're usually not able to maintain a romantic relationship because uh-huh. you you would have to lie constantly. Yeah. Um, it so would be hard for me single. to do a show, a 669 episodes or 70 episodes of a show and have them be all lies. It feels like when, you're, when your life was on reality television, it's easier to, easier to fact Yeah. And you're a little more well, honest. Well, that's the thing. We're like almost honest to a fault. Co- correct. Like this is like. Us and reality people in general. Yeah. It's like oversharing too much. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, actually, I don't have to say all this. Yes. But like, you know, even if they do end up having friends or, or a significant other, that like it's exhausting trying to keep up with all the like, who did I tell what to? That's and- the part. That would be that would be the part that. Would be yeah, because Sarah was like, because I always comment on how Sarah doesn't lie. And she's like, I just can't keep up with it. I can't remember. I would be like, fuck, what did I say? Like, she's like, it's not some sort of virtue. Uh-uh, it's it's not. that I just can't keep up I with I couldn't remember my own lies. <laughs> like, I could, I'd have to, like, write them down. So it's and that's also why this. she said she didn't date more than one person at the same time. Correct, because I can't remember who, I can't keep them straight. So I'd be like, well, and so I made, like, you make that mistake one time. And I was like to somebody, I was like, don't you remember we were just here last week? Nope, nope, wasn't you. Never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. Ah, One thing I've never lied about is how much I love ritual vitamins, though. Amen. There we go. That is a true story. These things are 
Awesome. And I'm so thankful, too, because I need a lot of vitamin D because it's very gloomy in Pittsburgh. And yes. so having that on my routine has been great for me because they got it covered with the multivitamin. Um, and they also have his shakes if you are a person mm-hmm. that works out or you just like... Oh, protein uh, is so important. Like, yeah. it, I feel like it is something that often gets overlooked or mm-hmm. is really easy to miss. We need way more protein than you think. It will help so much in like balancing out your diet and like helping you stay full. It's very important. It's very handy. And these are packed with 20 grams of protein per serving and they are plant-based. It's grown for freaking peas, but it tastes like delicious vanilla. So you figure that out. I don't understand how they do it. It's the same way they make vitamins taste like mint. I don't get it, Love but it. I'm glad they do. Ready to shake up your protein ritual to make trying something new easier. Ritual's offering our followers 10% off their first three months when you shop online at ritual.com slash braincandy. Prefer to shop in person. Ritual is now available at Whole Foods. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still on the um, uh, prenatal one. Um, because it has, I always am iron deficient and that one has iron in it and has all these things that are like iron folate by vitamin B12. And I also recently read this article that talked about how iron and folate, like those things especially help reduce ADHD symptoms. And if you are, yeah. And if you're iron deficient, then you can have more intense mood and behavioral issues with ADHD. Why do you think you are deficient? Like, what's I, that from? I don't know. Is that found in meat mostly? Yeah, meat and oh. leafy greens. And I just have a hard time holding on, like, getting enough iron. Oh, wow. That is but good I to eat know. a lot of spinach and I eat, like, you know, so I just have to try. And Yeah, Gretchen said she loved your tip about <gasps> cooking when you cast cook iron? pasta. Yeah. Well, no, how oh, you cook oh. pasta and then you strain it with the spinach in the colander. Oh, yes. Yes. Like, that is a hack. Oh, thanks, Suze. <laughs> thanks, I didn't even Gret. know. Yeah, thanks, Gret. Yeah. yeah, because, like, you don't want to cook it too long. You just... Just... The water cooks it real quick. Yeah, real quick. And you don't lose You're any You're making of days good, over good here, stuff. Sarah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Okay. So, compulsive lying. Don't do that. It's so super weird. Yeah. Don't do that. Um, oh, and then they, they even pointed out how, like, just pointing out that someone's lying to you like even if it's super obvious is so hard and i so, thought that was such a good point so hard i was just i was just about to ask like what do you even do when right because sometimes when somebody is lying it can make you feel like the crazy one because you're like wait i i saw you do like i of, of course as a mom i see this with my kid right and even with him, like, I don't ever want to be like, like, you're fucking lying. Right. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, it's usually because of shame or something. Yeah. So and you got to come in with, like, the, it. it's okay if oh, you. God. It's so it. awkward. It's so awkward. <laughs> but I love, you know, the comedian Eddie Izzard. He's got a great bit where he talks about how, like, when we're little, we, we, that we lie so much. We're like, nope, I didn't do it at all. And then we hit this age where we then make it, it, we like over admit things. Like, you know, when we were a kid, we're like, no, I didn't break the lamp. It was the cat. Like it wasn't me. And then you get older. You're like, I'm so sorry. I broke this lamp. And also I spilt over here. And also I did this. <laughs> and like, we're like overly admitting that all the things in like an attempt to, to not be that. 
it's true. Yeah. Right. I don't know. It's complicated. People are complicated. Yeah. Um, okay. Then there was an article in the New York Times also that was about... I'm sure you've seen it because you're a fucking weirdo on TikTok, which mm. you TikTok people really drive me nuts. Mm. I'm sorry, I, I, but... I, I'm not... I... I, I I try to have balance. Okay, I don't. It's fine. You're actually not. I don't actually notice it with you, but certain people that I know that go on TikTok all the time truly think that this is like a reliable news source. Oh, like yeah. just like housewives talking about something they did a deep dive on. Oh God! And they they'll report it to me, and I'll be like, "Wait, how do I not know about it?" And they're like, "Well, I heard about it on TikTok." I'm like, don't talk to me. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, the New York Times did a story about this thing that's gone viral on TikTok about the world's most, most, uh, is quietest room, the quietest room in the world. Uh huh. And how people that went into this room would report, like, that they kind of like lost their marbles. Hallucinate and like go crazy. Yes. Yeah, did yeah. you see this on TikTok? I, I did not see it on TikTok, but I, I've, I feel like I've heard the buzz about this. Thing. Makes me fucking nuts. Well, yeah. I remember hearing about it. There was a book that came out that I still haven't read that is on my list that is called Zero Decibels. Yeah. And I wanted to read it. There was another book that. or something else we read that talked yeah, about Yeah, The this. Quiet. Yes. The, yes. No, not The Quiet Place. Something. I forget what it's called, but it's like about the quiet that zone area or something in, like, yes. Where they're not allowed to have cell phones, but they all fucking do. Yeah. Yeah. All that jazz. So there's this sort of like mythology that's been perpetuated about like what happens if you're in an absolute quiet zone mm-hmm. where you go in this room and you're in there for 30 seconds and you're like, need, you need to be, go to a mental psych ward or whatever. <laughs> so this New York Times reporter was like, all right, let's go see. And this poor place, which is just this room where you can go to, it used to nobody cared about it. And now they have to charge like 600 bucks for these bozos to go in there because they were getting so many TikTok weirdos being like, I want to try the room. Okay. So the journalist goes in there and you spend three hours and it's like negative decibels or something like there's no. And so allegedly you're going to hear your heartbeat. You're going to hear your blood inside your body. You're going to hear like a a hair move on your head and it's going to sound like a tornado or something. And then, so the reporter, basically, it turns out that none of that happens. It's real quiet, and it's kind of weird at first, but then you get used to it, and it's no big whoop. Yeah. So shut up about it, TikTokers. Yeah. She said, like, basically, that they these hallucinations that they claimed mm-hmm. would happen, mm-hmm. the real hallucination was all the people on TikTok claiming that silence could be a hazard to your health it's crazy i think what this was was also the misunderstanding or maybe miscommunication of what could happen if you're in a sensory deprivation chamber that when you take away all senses and it's like you're floating and it's silent and there's no light and this that it your your brain starts to fill in the holes. Yeah. But and and she did 
comment on that yeah. and talk to experts and said, yeah, sure. Like your brain will try to make something out of nothing, but, but it's then not it, like you, you go insane. No. And then you, and then, so I, I went to, I think I talked about this on an episode a bit ago, that theater of the mind where we were in the dark room and then the lights went out. There was a moment because of uh, me hearing about these things about sensory deprivation chambers. And I've always been like, Oh, I don't want that because I, I like, you know, I don't, I'm good. There and I am very anxious naturally. So when when the lights first out, there was this moment where I had to like talk to myself and say, "You're not going to go crazy. Everything's fine. Like that's not real." But if I didn't believe that, if I didn't have that wise mind that came in there and said, "Here's why that's not going to happen," and I leaned into the thoughts that were, uh, "Oh no, something's going to happen." Then yeah. we, I will cause something. I will. That's the whole point of this. Like you will make your mind will will believe what you tell it to believe and what you want to see in a way. And so I think it's the people who are it, in a way. It's like um, the placebo effect. Yeah, that's what's yes. happening. <clears throat> yeah, there's this. I understand that the mind is so malleable Mm -hmm. and that that can come in real handy but if you sort of like it's like you know when you're at a slumber party and you're a kid and you do like the weird yes bloody mary whatever yes exactly sus and it's fun and you kind of can spook yourself and there's like this adrenaline and it's like a fun thing but like if you do that on this level where you Mm -hmm. like decide i'm gonna go insane right well, you might, you might just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like the people who are at hypnosis shows, and like it's like that where you're like, is it? Do you think I that's think the so. same? I think that like you can convince yourself you're being hypnotized. That that takes suggestion. Like it takes somebody else's, somebody else. You can't hypnotize the unwilling. Like if they're not that's willing what I'm to wondering. be hypnotized. So I think that you can't do this. Like somebody who is looking for a specific experience will ha- will get what they're looking for if you know. So like have you ever heard of or seen a scenario where you're at one of those fun hypnosis things yeah. and then like somebody just doesn't want to and then they don't part- they don't go along with no, it? No, cuz I think that's part of the magician's trick. Because guess who's been pulled up on stage about right. five times to do that? Yours truly. And we already talk about how I am a co- an accommodator. She's and I Totally. <laughs> and I am served like to make other people feel not awkward and embarrassed. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go along with this for you. I'll, like, yeah. So I think they, they so they, go they her. So they sense yes. if you're one of these people. That, how many times have you been called up on stage? <laughs> Point proven. Because you have that look of, uh uh-huh. Yeah. Come on. Well. And I'm like, oh, my God, how is this happening? Make it happen to me. Do the thing. That's me. And I think um, there's a separate percentage of people who might not be um, so influenced by suggestion, but then won't want to let it down. Like, the peer pressure of performing. Totally. I was that. So then there's that group. 100%. Hey, maybe some of our listeners have done this. Like, if you've ever been on one of these stages where you've pretended or acted like or were hypnotized, I want to hear about it. Yeah. Because, like, in your experience, you've yeah. you've reported that you, you're very aware. Yeah. Like, you know what's going on. But what? 
but it's like, I don't know, like I'm like a puppet with strings, but so somebody could move them, but also I have control of my own but like when they'll say like too. Uh, so if I relax and I let somebody else control it, it they can pull the strings. And then they do the cue and then it just feels like the right thing to do. Yes. Yes. Correct. That's a good way to put it. It feels like the right thing to do. It feels like if somebody is walking in front of you and you're following them and they open the door and step through, then your job is to then open the door and step through. And if they lift up, it, it just feels like you're like, oh, this is what I'm... Yes, that's wow. exact. It's a very good way to describe it, Suze. That is wild. Feels like what you're but supposed like, to do. Fun. I love that right. stuff. Yeah. But come on now. Bozos. Right. But now like, now I probably too. wouldn't be... Yeah, I wonder what you'd be like now. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. Hey, next meetup, we need a hypnotist, I yes. think. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that, that be, be hilarious? Really fun. Because oh that would be a great test because our listeners are very cerebral and, yes. you know, critical thinkers. Totally. So, like, would we just get caught up in the fun of it and then It's going it to be work? split down the middle. There's going to be the Sarah type and the Susie type. And there's going <laughs> right. to be, like, all I can imagine who it is already. We're like, oh, my God. This is so awesome. And then there's going to be the Susie type who are like, this is ridiculous. These bozos. Are we (laughs) these bozos? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's something to think about. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I love it. Um, okay, I guess we need to wrap it up. Um, I will say good one episode, more, good stuff. One, thank you. Maybe you were just out of practice, so you're just like, "This is fun." What? No, because we haven't done it in a while. What? No. Okay, one last thing. I'm not even going to play the old gossip theme song because it's too much time. But oh, do it. I did enjoy this video I watched about Liberace, and then it made me like learn more about Liberace. And I think, you know, we, we think of him as just like this, you know, the flamboyant. Almost like, like a novelty um, act in a way. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't really know that like from the 50s to the 70s, he was the highest paid entertainer in the world. What? Unbelievable. Oh, like, please. You can't, t- can't t- 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 that. You can't like, like, that's no novelty yeah. act. That's the best entertainer in the world. Money talks. I mean, he was the guy. And um, he is the reason that we use that phrase, I cried all the way to the bank. And the reason that he started saying it was because he started suing anybody that called him gay. Because oh. he was closeted. Whoa. And he fought 
everybody. And this is, I'm going to read you something that a journalist said, and I'm going to get you to tell me why she ended up being liable. Like what part of this sentence you feel Okay, okay. the judge thought was uh, libelous. Yeah, yeah. Okay, she said, uh, uh, he is everything that he, she, it can ever want. A deadly, winking, sniggering, snuggling, chromium-plated, scent-impregnated, luminous, quivering, giggling, fruit-flavored, mincing, ice-covered heap of mother love. That Whoa! was what somebody wrote about him. And it was like, I think it was meant to be like a positive. flattering. Yeah. yeah, like he's just like everything you could ever want. And I and she ended up losing the lawsuit, and I wanted to know if you could pick out what, what you thought thing was the in there. Libel was, yeah. Like, was there anything that stood out to you? Because I wouldn't have been able to pick what it was. No, M- mother loving. That's what I would have said. That I mean, because it's the only thing that seems like there's like, something. Kind of mean. But then it feels like not him. It should be her. Who's? It's like not. I don't know. It's like. This was a British journalist, oh, and they, uh, the judge wanted, felt that the phrase "fruit flavored" oh, fruit flavored that's what was the problem because it, you know, it implied he was gay, but they needed to find out like, did she even know that fruit is sort of like a thing that people in America would say, yeah, would be maybe a slur kind of. So anyway, but he would sue everybody, wow. and he was adamant that he was not gay. He, of course, was. He had many lovers, and he died of AIDS in the end. And even in his death, he didn't want them to say that he died from AIDS. Mm. So they pretended like he died from something else, but then some the autopsy person was like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Like, he, so... I thought that was so interesting that you could be so, even when you're dead, you care if people think you're gay. Mm-hmm. When you're Liberace, right, sir? Which is even the name itself. Has that was like his last name. Liberal, like you know, we say like you are your last name. And yeah, right. It's like he was not as free. I just think like if you really wanted to make people think you were straight, maybe don't wear that stuff. Right. <laughs> I mean, if that's important to you, maybe wear a suit it must, and not it, diamond. It, I feel like he was still signaling. Like, there, that was definitely for a specific audience that probably was also gay and also closeted and also experiencing something oh, okay. similar. And so he's, like, saying, I don't know, it, it, maybe, I don't know, that that... Yeah, and he was a devout Catholic, and I'm sure there was a lot of feelings about all yeah. that with religion and all that. Anyway, I thought that was fun. Um, I'm not even going to wind it down because we're running late, but you get it. We, we covered so a lot of stuff. About. No, I love it. And we uh, we just... We had to cram it all in before the end of the year. Just getting, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And we had a lot of brains and candy, so deal with it. And yeah. we'll... Thank you so much for all of you guys that are checking out our merch. Yes. And supporting us that way. It means so much. Anytime you use our codes, it helps us. Anytime yeah. you join our Patreon, it helps us. So thank you all. We have a new sweatshirt design 
that I is my favorite. It is mm. like subtle brain candy, just like a little logo right on the top. Yeah. I'm a big, big fan. Big fan. And everybody's getting one of those for all of us. <laughs> See you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye.